1: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have
0: to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Hi there, it's Timmy Manor, and welcome to the Spirit of Sport, right here on Sydney's newest home of Sport, 1170 SEN. Joining me tonight, as he does every single week, it's my co-pilot, Ben Little. Right here. We play some great songs, all of which are from Benny's playlist, actually. Thank you.
2: thank Spoiler you. Spoiler alert. Yep. Plenty
0: of Taylor Swift. <laughs> and we are also speak to some legends of the sporting world. Our special guest this week, he debuted in 2016 with the West Tigers and has quickly established himself as one of the most promising and damaging young forwards in the rugby league world. He's played 90 games for the West Tigers before moving to the Manly Seagulls this year and has also represented Manu Samoa on two occasions. Tonight... My guest on the spirit of sport is Manly Seagull's prop, Josh Aloei. Yes! No,
1: you uh, you nailed the last name too, Timmy. Thank you, for friend. We finally made it happen.
0: (laughs) I've been practicing your last name for the last three weeks, just making sure I get it right. Nailed it. How are you, brother? How's things, mate? You're back from injury this week. How's the body?
1: Yeah, really good, thanks. Yes, I had a wrist reconstruction after um, round eight and um, done pretty well to come back a little bit early. I'm um, kind of uh, nine or uh, 10 or 11 weeks post op. Usually it's, you know, like more four and four and a half months. So I'm uh, really happy about that. Really? Get to come back and play this week. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, right. That's, uh... um,
1: happy about that. And also got my 100th game coming up. Not looking too far ahead, but in two games, I've got my 100th game. Um, come on. So that's pretty cool. And family is on their way up to um, Gold Coast to start their quarantine today. So lots, lots happening at the moment. Really I'm happy.
2: Um, tell us about your family situation, mate. You got a, got a few kids? What's going on there? You married? Talk to us.
1: Yeah, so so I'm married. Uh, my beautiful wife is Talia, and we've got a uh, our son. He's eleven months. Sweet. Eleven months. So he'll have his he birthday in the next month, his first birthday, yeah. and they'll most likely be we'll all be up here in the Sunshine Coast um, on this NRL relocation. So, um, it'll be nice to have the family up here for that. Anyway,
0: hundred games, man. That's that's awesome. I still remember you as a young buck. Coming through the grades at Parramatta. Um ha, talk to me the the journey to get to hundred games. How, how how you found the journey to get
1: yeah. there? so so we we've done a preseason together, didn't we, to me?
0: Yeah, I think were you there for one or two preseasons. I feel like you were there for Yeah, a while. I was there
1: for one preseason. Yeah Because uh, well, I was a parad junior and
0: yeah, no, I was uh, like at that
1: stage of my life I was um it was just a good experience for me. Like I, I um I kind of I kind of always trained pretty well. But yeah. in in games like like as you'd know, to me, the, the hardest thing is being really good under fatigue. Which, like, I was young and I just I just couldn't manage that for, you know, for quite a few years. And then um, come 2016, I, I debuted at the West Tigers, and um, I think that's that's the biggest ongoing battle for me as well, and getting better at you know being better under fatigue, especially the way the game's heading. Um, no, it's it's a roller coaster. It's, it's a real roller coaster in terms of injuries and. Oh, everything as you
0: know to me. How many yeah. games did you play Timmy? I retired at two hundred and thirty-three. <laughs> no, not four thousand. The um, <laughs> the body felt like you played four thousand, but uh, yeah, and my head looked like it as well, mate. But you know, what? I can talk about myself all day, but let's talk about you. Today's your day, mate. <laughs> Benny, Benny keeps telling me to stop talking about myself, so yeah. I got to keep. Let's keep the focus on on you, superstar, yeah, yeah. Um, mate. We, we talk about journey, the spirit of sport. Where this show is all about talking about people's. We want to know more than just about your sporting career. We want to know about you know your upbringing, your faith. But can you tell us a bit about your, your early days for you? Like, how did you get involved with sport in the first place?
1: Um, so I grew up in New Zealand. I grew up in West Auckland. Was um, kind of I, I really loved both boxing and um, rugby league. But I thought rugby league was, was a career path I go after. So so I did, and then um, got signed over uh, for like, kind of like your SG Ball under twenties during that time to come over to Australia. So I relocated with my family all in New Zealand. That that was actually really hard, eh? Yeah. Um, they were, the the homesickness was pretty tough. I come from a big family that I'm used to being around like all the time as well. So that was probably one of the most difficult things. And then just learning how to be a kind of, I suppose, a professional athlete and learning on the run. And the, the development in Australia is very different to, you know, just park footy in, in New Zealand. So. Um, that's kind of that's kind of how that worked out and then came over and obviously was a paramatta junior and moved to the West Tigers, which was a real good move for me at the time and um was really good. Um, in two thousand sixteen and been um really positive in terms of my projection in, in the NRL.
2: Mm. How did you work on that, um the, the homesickness early on in your career?
1: You can't really work on it, you kinda of just have to suck it up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just found it real difficult. Um but yeah, I did I I, I think at the same time like I I remained focused, like no. um I knew why I was going and all the sacrifices I made. I you know, I had this dream that it all pay off at some point. Which thank God it did. Thank God it did. And, yeah. Um and looking yeah, back I on what,
2: I, what about looking back on it now as a um you know, you've been been around for a while now, looking back on it now and um, you know, for all those people out there about to make a big step, where it's going to be quite a, quite a change. Um, mm. Is there anything you wish you did, or or something that you um you would have included looking back on it now as an older guy?
1: Um, no, I'm 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 happy. I persevered. That's one thing. I'm I'm really happy. I persevered because there's a lot of dark days, especially when you're away from family and friends, or yeah. um you get big injuries and you don't have. Um, your closest family, uh, kind of near you. So, uh, I'm just really happy I persevered. I guess um, it's a big one. You just have to keep putting yourself in the picture, and that's what I found in the NRL. Like people that get opportunities are not always the most gifted or uh, yeah. the strongest, and things like that. It's people that just keep putting themselves in a position, and then opportunity arises a lot of the
0: time. Mm. I think. Yeah, well, tell us about that. So you, you, I don't know if you know this, you're the first player ever. In Tigers' history, you play every single game of their debut season. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did, I did know that. I, I got told, I think, when I was like 22 games and we had like two games left. And I was like, oh, sure, <laughs> like, I'm going to wrap myself in Gladrap for these last two so yeah. I didn't
0: get this record. <laughs> I, I, got, I got the question we all want to know now, though is, Were you on matches? So then, were you on matches? matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were, mate. Of course yeah, you were. So, no, I
1: think I broke my I broke both my hands that year too.
0: Yeah. Oh really? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke both my hands at different times. Or maybe I broke one of them yeah. um, that year at that time. For those, all, all, all was okay.
0: for those listening, matches is uh match yeah, payments. Ask. Yeah, so match payments for every game you play, you get it and like it's like a bonus, you get oh, a right. match payment for every game you play. Yeah, right. Um and it usually yeah, but, happens uh, as a younger <laughs> player. <laughs>
1: It's different because if you're on matchies and you're from New Zealand, you get taxed from the government, then you get taxed from your family in New Zealand. So you <laughs> end up with about percent. Oh, change yeah. your account, <laughs> mate. Change your account.
0: Change <laughs> your phone number. Change your phone number. Your address. Your last name. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't Benny. I know. I don't want to make this show about me again. Yeah, but no, my, my, let's talk about you for my, a second. My, my debut season. I was a matchies. Yeah. I played round one through, and I played all four. Finals, like you could not have played anymore. Like, I milked oh it dry, gosh. but um, oh, wow. yeah. But Josh, you're right. Sometimes there's a few injuries there. You just you know that I shouldn't play, but there's three grand <laughs> extra if I if I don't have a contract, really, and stuff like that. And then you get in
1: these yeah. matches. Oh, to to come oh it's Christmas, go.
0: mate. It's no. Christmas, yeah. Now I know. Speaking of speaking of uh, of contracts and stuff, I know you had a, a bit of a um, an exit from your old club, which was pretty spoken about. How did you find yep. all that? So, um, for those listening that don't know the story, obviously, um, you left Manly. We, we had another year in your contract, did you? Yeah,
1: I had another year on my contract with the
0: Tigers. Yeah, and, and how did you find all the noise around that? Um, so uh, there,
1: there was a few difficult patches, like as you know, like when like. Um, there's a bit of hype on social media and everyone jumps on the back and they try and hammer you and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah I was getting hammered a little bit on social media, especially like the, the worst thing is like no one knew the full story really, except for yeah. kind of my close family and friends, um, which, which, which I was happy to keep it that way. Like I could have, I could have went and aired everything out to the media and I would have come off on top, but mm-hmm. I didn't really want to get into a, a bitter like social media battle. Yeah, I was kind of just happy to absorb what was happening and then just move on. And um, that's what I've done. That's what I've done. And then move good on, on you, to family. Yeah. And, you know, there there's, couldn't be going better here. Like, I'm, I'm super happy here. And they've got, like, the coaching staff, the support staff around, like, family and players is pretty phenomenal. So, like, I'm just super happy. It all worked out really, really well.
0: You're good on you, man. And honestly, I genuinely think you guys have a real chance to win the comp this year. Um, but mm. talking about that noise, I um, the biggest that the boss can give to you as an older head now is. That noise, yeah. those those people, those the, that want you to hear their opinion. At the end of the day, man, it doesn't they they don't matter. Like when you're when you're thirty five, forty years old, your career's done. You're looking back in your career. You're not going to be thinking, "Gee, I wish I listened to uh, A, B, and C on Twitter that told me that they thought it was a bad <laughs> idea." Like you know what I mean? Like so, don't let. And that's just, that's you something that. you can keep like you know, for the rest of your career because you're going to keep. It's not the only time you're going to hear noise. You know, your, your form might drop or you you might take a while to get back from injury. Although knowing you, you hear like Wolverine, you'll be sweet. Um, but there's always going to be noise. Don't let it get to you. Um, Tell me about Manly. How, how you found the transition? How you find the new club?
1: Yeah, good, good. Like, I'm, I'm real comfortable with the boys already. Um, I think I'll be probably top seed as one of the biggest pests on camp so far. <laughs> um,
0: you always that, even when you're at power.
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I was, I was a bit undercover then because I was young and stuff. I had to just buy my time a little bit before living the True Colors show. Um, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of but, stuff uh, are you no, doing? Like, but, we're
2: talking about pranks and stuff? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, a few pranks. Uh, I went and um, flipped someone's room upside down the other day. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't want to say any names, and Croker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah,
0: just, just things like that. I've got a so, few more things up my sleeve as well.
1: See so, yeah. so, yeah, how we
0: go. You're that guy. You're that guy that everyone's uncomfortable around because you know that if you're around, there's going to be something happening. <laughs>
2: Well, I hate that feeling.
0: Hey, i trying um,
1: to get other people to do it now so I don't get playing.
2: <laughs> Something that's been a characteristic of your career so far has been perseverance. Um, where did you yeah. develop that, um, you know, that willingness, willingness to push through and be resilient?
1: Hmm, that's a that's a good question. I, I think that it would be probably one of my strengths in terms of, of character. Um, I suppose growing up in New Zealand and, um, Having a little bit of a, a, a rougher upbringing, yep. not, not I don't have a huge like sob sob story yeah. in like that, but like we had a um, we we had a tougher type so upbringing. I think that that gives you a bit of mental calcium I think, um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just one of those character traits that um I probably work in my favour. At the same time, like some of your biggest strengths are your biggest weaknesses as well, so. Like, I, I give myself a real hard time mentally sometimes and can't give myself a break or pat myself on the back. But oh, then also it, it encourages me to work a little bit harder and stay at it and stuff like that, if you what, know what I mean.
2: Yeah. When you say, like, a tougher upbringing uh, without going into all, all of it, what, yep. what, are you, what are you kind of referring to?
1: Oh, kind of just, like, family loss or, yeah, um, yeah a little bit, um, like, just, just, like, bad, bad decision-making as a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Um yeah, stuff that I don't talk about on air. Yeah, but, just yeah.
2: that, just that environment, <laughs> eh?
1: Yeah, 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 pretty, pretty much, yeah. Totally. I guess like I, I go back home now, and um, like pretty much all my family and friends are uh, are in the gangs and stuff like that. Like I feel very, very lucky that kind of like I, I'm I'm out of there. Like there's mm. you know there's not not a lot there for me, yeah. um, except for my family. So
0: yeah. Can you tell us a bit about like your faith and your journey, like how how that came about?
1: Yeah, so, so I got in on a um, on a youth youth camp retreat by my mum. And um, uh, so I didn't know anyone on this youth camp. And someone came and um, found me at the back of this um, service and said that they had a word from God for me. Mm. And they gave me a Bible verse. And I was actually speaking exactly to what I was going through. So it kind of confirmed that this person, because like, I'm a very skeptical person by nature, like, um, I was like, oh, this guy doesn't even know me. But then the verse he gave me was a, a verse that really spoke to kind of everything that I was going through at the time. And then from there, I started reading my Bible. I started praying. I started, like, kind of learning about Jesus for myself and things like that. And, and from there, that's where I've kind of been on the journey of faith. Plenty of ups and downs and plenty of falling short, obviously, but definitely always just an awareness that, like... um. There's more to everything than like more to forty There's more to life than than just life. Like there's God and relationship with Him and all that kind of thing. So I found Him at a young age and just been on a
0: journey kind of since then. And and how have you found having that faith in in, your, in the sporting world?
1: Yeah, honestly, like not easy. Like it isn't easy, and like the the like the word I, I always use is compromise. Like I, I can and you have to just get, like continually check yourself. On, on how much you're compromising on things. Like you don't you don't just change from light to dark like that, you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's small little compromises, it's micro compromises and um you can lose your morals or your standards and your values um quite quickly just through micro compromises. Yeah. So I think you just have to be very real with yourself and um like especially like staying in your word and that helps a lot as well. yeah So there's times where like I'm in my word a lot and you know, like, it's reflected in my character, or my, you might call it your fruit, and then there's times where I'm not in my word as much, and you can kind of reflect, a, a, a kind of reflects on the things I say or do, or, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And
0: when, yeah. you,
2: when you're checking yourself on those micro-compromises, uh, what, what what's actually part of your process there? Is it just self-talk, or, like, how, how, how do you check yourself on those things?
1: So, like, one thing is, like, I, I noticed, like, a lot of like if, like i was saying before like if i'm in the word like if i'm in the word daily and making time for the word like uh you can see it in in the way you carry yourself but when you're not in the word you're you're in the world a lot more mm-hmm. and then you start to sway in that direction so yeah i feel like um allowing yourself to get challenged by the word as well um not reading it so you can get pat on the back but reading it so you can get rebuked <laughs> which is a good thing. And listening to, to good pastors and things like that that are having good relationships as well, like good good pastors in your corner that are willing to message you. Like my I love I love my pastor of my church because once I've missed a, a Sunday or two, he'll message me and be like, hey, mate, how are you in the family? You've been pretty slick on church. Try and get to connect in church this week. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming from a lovely place, but he's very direct as well. Yeah, yeah like I, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. Um, so just all those kind of things, having like good people around you and allowing yourself to get checked and be, be correctable and not get stuck in your ways and stuff like that, I feel like um, that helps big time.
0: Yeah, is there many people that stand out? You talk about your pastor. Is there any other mentors or leaders that send out along the way that have been good for you that have all shaped yeah, you? I, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'm I'm really lucky. Like I've got a, I've got a like an array of good um, good male role models in my life. Like especially in terms of Christian um, male role models, like my my uncle here, who my my auntie and uncle kind of took me in when I moved to Sydney for for a couple of years and. And house me, and they're pretty much my like my second lot of parents. So, like I've got my uncle, I've got my uh, one of my Connect Group leaders, um, Alo. um Like I said, my pastor as well. Like I've, I've I've got a lot of good men around me, which I'm I'm really happy about. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important for like um young boys and young men to have older, wiser guys that have been in the faith for a little bit longer that will love you enough to hurt you
2: sometimes as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, spe- yeah. Speaking of your faith in Jesus, what was it about um, the message of Jesus and the person of Jesus that really um, resonated with you, and you know, gives life to your day to oh, day? That's a deep d- 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 question, Benny. Yeah, like, yeah uh, sorry, I wrote it last week. So <laughs> I've been kind of uh, for that uh, one. It's a good <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a good question, and like uh, I spoke about this um, a couple months ago at, a, at an interview. And they um, they're kind of saying like oh what what's the what's the gospel to me and like the gospel to me is like the exact opposite of everything that I've done in my life like in in my life I was I was a young teen striving to become an NRL player so I had to work incredibly hard then I had to move over to Australia and sacrifice my family then I had to you know I had to cop the injuries blood sweat and tears you know like I had to go through those storms and all that kind of stuff. So like there's plenty of sacrifice, plenty of hard work. Or you have to earn your jersey, so to speak, every every week. Whereas in your faith, like nothing's nothing's through effort and and you you don't earn it, you don't fight for it, you don't fight for, it, don't fight for salvation, um, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, he done yeah. all that stuff for for me. So it's like like polar opposites. Yeah. Mm. Um, he made all the sacrifices. He done all the work. The blood, sweat, and tears on the cross. You know, like. Whereas um, we we can't earn salvation. He he done that. We just outwork it. You mm. know what I mean? That's so good. Man. Um, that's that's kind of how I see it. Like, yeah, it's like the exact exact opposite of the kind of world we live in and co- constant competition and constant striving. It's 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 not like that with Christ, you know?
0: Yeah, I I remember um, mm. toward the end of my career that we started doing a bit of a prayer circle, and you you've been a big advocate of getting the boys together get on the field and getting everyone together for a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how's that been going and is it something that, um, you guys copped any noise about or has it always been positive? It's always been pretty positive, eh? Um, yep.
1: even from just like secular media and stuff like that, I think, um, everyone likes to see, uh, unity regardless of, uh, whether it's unity in Christ or unity in, in other things. I think, I think it was always a positive thing and, yeah. um. Playing with like Kevin, Kevin Nakama, yeah, yeah, who's um, a good buddy of yours as well, late to me. Yeah, saying,
0: yeah. Um, Like we, we had
1: a couple of good role models in the face in, in my early footy career as well, which was good and helpful.
0: Now, um, talk to me about your experiences with Manu Samoa. Actually, I want to know. So I know you played junior Kiwis. How does a young yep. a young kid growing up in New Zealand? Yep. you obviously, you idolise teams like the All Blacks and the Kiwis. How do you yeah. how do you make a decision? Is it a hard decision to choose whether to play for the Kiwis or Samoa? I've never really asked yes. someone that. Yeah. 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 Super hard
1: actually. Yeah. Because yeah. cause I am half Samoan, half Kiwi. Ah, uh, even harder. And I have, <laughs> I've got it. Yeah, and I've got a huge Samoan side of my family. Yeah. Um, in New Zealand, and like we've got a proud Samoan side as well as like being born in New Zealand. Yeah, it's a hard one. It's a yeah. hard one. Um, but I I loved playing for Samoa. Like it was. Yeah, like I, even my wife knows some of the best <laughs> some of the best football experiences of my life. Um, being on camp and and representing Samoa and singing the national anthem and doing the Siva Um yeah, I definitely see myself playing a little bit more for Samoa. We've could have a pretty strong lineup. It would be a hard team to make if everyone um, if everyone chose to play for Samoa. So, you never know what will happen. Have,
0: have you made a call, or are you going to wait till later in the year to decide what you're going to do in terms of which country to play for?
1: Yeah, it all depends on like selection as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, You never know. Like, uh,
0: I might only get selected for something more, so then it's, um, <laughs> it's not a hard decision
1: to make. <laughs> well, well,
0: you spend a few years in Western Sydney. We can probably get you to play for Lebanon if you want. Uh, I'm
1: yeah. sure if we go back further enough, oh, I've got a little Lebanese. You, look, you look a little Lebanese. You've
0: got the, the bump up in your hair. Oh, <laughs> no, you got a little bit. No, don't do that, Mate, mate. <laughs> um, one of your old colleagues, one of your old... Uh, one year old. He, he says he, he credits himself for your success. But Jason Stewart, uh, uh, an old mentor of mine uh, as well. He, uh, he, for those that don't know Jason Stewart, Jason Stewart was a welfare manager. He came to the club originally years and years ago as a wrestling coach at the Paramount Eels. Transitioned yeah, to a yeah. well-being welfare manager who just pretty much was there to love on the boys. Great guy. You and he made yeah. a bit of a special connection. Can you tell me about uh, your your experiences with Jace?
1: Yeah, so I don't say this lightly, but he's one of the people that um, he's one of the men that I was talking about earlier. That's so important to have good um, male role models in your life. He's one of the men that, like, I love and respect the most in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, and I don't say that lightly. Like, he is one of the most genuine people ever. Yeah, and he just cares about people. He's always he's never had ulterior motives. Yeah, he just he's always just cared about the person. Oh, he's the best. Like, I I got I got a big injury. At one point, when I was at Parramatta, and he took me in, he told me, "Come stay at my house for as long as you need." Him and his wife Kenji, who's also the best. Yeah, um, she's probably a little bit too good for Jace, but <laughs> he's fine, he's um, <laughs> <laughs> um, She's lovely. They got a lovely family. Good friends with Jack and all that. There, uh, I actually call them my Irish family, so um, <laughs> real close with them. They're they're just a lovely family, and yeah, we've, ever since then we've been very close. We catch up with them all the time.
0: Um, uh, yeah they're a lovely family Jason's pretty special dude yeah, you know what's amazing about what you say the way you speak about Jason it doesn't surprise me but it blows me away because there's you there's Kieran Floor and there's um, Corey Norman there's so many players that left the club and as as it happens in professional sport people leave the club people move on and, and that's it you kind yeah. of don't have much contact with them whereas Jason's yeah. a one guy who it was never about football for him it was always about connections with humans and all those guys yeah. now, the, the one person they still hear from is, is Jason. It says a lot about him. He's also got a bit of a cheeky side as well, though. So he gave me, I asked him a bit about you. I said, mate, is there anything about Josh that stands here? And he said to ask about his eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to be too uh, harsh, but the, the words he uses, I quote him now, is he's a pig. Hubby. Pig. Okay. Sure. He eats like a pig. and he just reckons I said what do you mean by that he's he's in shape he's a first grader he said no 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 not his boy the way he eats he said it's the way you eat the speed and the (laughs) the style so there's just a bit of feedback from one of your mentors something you might need to work on (laughs) he's
1: he's angry because his wife made us uh, we we both had training and working stuff the next day and his wife made us three lunch boxes one for me one for Jason and one for their son Jack. <laughs> yeah. The next day.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I was out of the house before Jason was up. So I thought, I'm gonna take Jason anyway. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat them both He doesn't
0: have it. Yes, so I ate all yes. the leftover barbecue. Oh <laughs> uh, yes he, he actually said you like pecan pie as well because he, he he's a big fan of pecan pie. Oh uh, he doesn't.
1: Yeah, pecan pie. That's on the request every time I go over to his house. Yeah, he
0: used to invite uh, me, Sammy Reduardro and uh, Corey Norman over for some family barbecues pretty often and uh um, Yeah good eh. Yeah, he, the the pecan place the to make barbie. an appearance, yeah. It was uh, pretty special. Mate, can you give us some
2: insight into um, some of your day-to-day? Like, Do you have a, a daily routine that you can um, give us some perspective on?
1: Yeah, that's Change a little bit now that I've got um, the little one. Um, so it's, it's a little bit um, different. Yeah, now is he sleeping? No, no, he doesn't sleep. Uh, uh, listen,
0: either. this is only between me, you, Beanie, and all the listeners. Um, just between us. Um <laughs> yeah. uh, I know it's been very hard for all you guys to have your families back, in, back home. But for a yeah, couple of nights yeah. there, when you were sleeping in a hotel room without a baby crying all the night, for a couple of nights, were you thinking, this is not too bad? Yeah. just <laughs>
2: <mate>. <laughs> Won't tell anyone. <laughs> Secret's safe with us.
0: No, no.
1: The wife's been taking some hard carries. Yeah, uh, I can
0: imagine, man. I can imagine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he, he, nah, he's up every... Um, you know like a couple of hours or whatever. easy never been too good at sleeping through the night oh, yeah um he needs some boundaries so yeah that's been a little bit different but since i've been in the sunny coast i've been trying to get up a little bit early and go for a swim and then um get to my room and get into my word a little bit to start the day that's what i've been trying to do
0: awesome So
1: yep. um that's been my kind of like little morning routine at the moment and then get through training and everything like that and then pretty much ping pong and oh, that's all really
2: how do you go ping pong so we've got a we've got a
1: big tournament happening throughout across the week. Sweet. How, are you, um, how are you faring? I'm doing okay. T- Tom Turbo is the number one seed, and I'm the number one two seed. <laughs> is that self proclaimed? If you, you decide
0: you're number two, or does everyone everyone think that? No,
1: no, we got. There was actually a full seed. Okay, topic. okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So he's a dollar. He's a dollar. Um, he's a dollar fifty. I'm a dollar seventy five. <laughs> but um, I, I just don't know how it's all going to go I'm under pressure when the whole
0: team's there, cheer hooing and everything. So we'll see how we go. Who, who, oh, we're, we
1: got our semi final tonight, actually. Oh wow! So who's a
0: dark horse? Who could come in late and be a late surprise?
1: Um, Cherry Evan maybe.
0: Cheers. Yeah. Okay.
1: He holds it like a tennis racket, two hands. <laughs> <Strange>. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe because he doesn't have enough bicep and tricep
0: to get the racket up with one hand. <laughs> yeah, he just talked the ball over the net. He's he's going good
1: mate. So we've got some harder matchups tonight,
0: actually. Yeah. Mate, um, is there someone at the Manning Seagulls now that you're finding has been a real help for your career? Like that has really helped you develop?
1: Um, oh, just, just people that I like. I'm really enjoying playing with. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, Jake Chaboy, which is pretty, he's pretty cool to play with. I just like his like, just his mental toughness to get out eighty minutes in the middle, kind of pretty much every week.
0: I've never um, seen anyone like right. him. When I used to play against him, there was once I remember playing at Brookvale. Yeah. I'm taking a kick off, a uh, uh, drop out return, and yeah, me as a middle forward, I used to if you're not running at me, I'm not going anywhere near because I'm going to get arrested. I'm not going to try to tackle you. He used to, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anything like it. He's to try to like. From three people away, try to get into the tackle to like tackle someone. Like I'm like, bro, yep. relax. You don't have to tackle me, you're so far away. <laughs> but he loves it. He just he can't like. He's one of those guys just loves it. Contact. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. No, nah. nah, he's he's like that too. He just he works. He, he he'll never let anyone down. He'll never let anyone down. Um. Yes, yeah, so I enjoy playing with him. Then you got like, um I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a young up and coming kid. He's not going too bad. Um, Tom Chabovich.
2: That's <laughs> all right. Um,
1: <laughs> He goes okay, he tries hard. He's um, alright. He's alright. Yeah. <laughs> he tries he, he,
0: he, he'll, he'll make it one uh, day. If he, if he keeps working hard, he might he might get there one day.
1: As long as he keeps his head down and stay grounded. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of your teammates, mate, there's an uh, old teammate of yours that I want to speak about as well, that there's a bit of a campaign going on now. And it's, uh oh. try for try for <laughs> <laughs> your yeah. mate Alex yeah. 12 on the West Tigers one of, one of my um, former teammates as well and, and great friends he's yeah. I think he's up to is he in his 90s yet or 70s he's, he's he's nearly 90 I
1: think
0: 90 games and zero tries yeah. Benny he's yeah. on the duck egg still yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're all rooting for him to score a try oh, come on um, have you you obviously would have seen him play lower grades Josh did you play with him in reserve grade or? yeah yeah
1: yeah I played I played tons of footy with um, Twally has he yeah, is,
0: tons of footy has he historically has he ever got over the trail line before ever not that I've seen <laughs>
1: apparently apparently it's been um, from under nine I think that was his
0: last <laughs> <laughs> <That's just about laughs> it. I uh, well he's one <laughs> of those guys we spoke about before about the workhorse mate he would work his bum off like yep. Um, yep. I, I love Dwally, and like I said I'm, I'm yeah. rooting for him to score a try
2: Mate, is there any standout yeah. any standout qualities uh, in the Manly team you're in at the moment, uh, like cultural qualities or team qualities, something like that, that you're um really appreciating? Oh, there's
1: actually quite a few. Yeah, just in terms of like the closeness of our group. Yeah, like uh, I think um, relocating and stuff's going to be good for some teams, and it might be the downfall of some teams. I think it's,
0: yeah, I it'll agree. be
1: even better for us. Yeah. Um. We've got a real close group, and we've got a good um, we've got a good mixture of, of like boys that get along with um, everyone. Like we, we've got we, everyone mingles real well. We've got all our Tongan boys, we've got our Samoan boys, and um, our white boys, and everyone just mingles real well together. It's not mm. too groupy,
0: mm.
1: and it's just it's, yeah, everyone has a real good laugh together as well. But man, do, do the boys train hard even in, in season? We just. Uh, like I really respect the way we just stay on job in terms of training, yeah yeah like yeah some some days you it's like you you, you get a little preseason day, and like everyone's good for it, you know,
0: yeah, give us a glimpse of the mad scientist what's what's dizzy like as a coach
1: oh exactly that mad scientist <laughs> he's um he but you know what he's he's very like methodical, like all the drills that he puts together, the conditioning drills are so football related. Mm. Um, they try and strike you strike your fatigue, so you're feeling the way you are at training the same as in the game and um he's just he's just incredibly smart as well in terms of football very very smart.
0: I actually thought of him this morning, I was watching the news, and um Boris Johnson came up to do it and have you ever thought of Boris Johnson reminds you of him not so much the the well, prime the of England, not so much the look, it's just the the way his mannerisms he's like ah, all over the place and just. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But you got some similarities. Just for one second this morning, I thought, gee, everyone's going to Desi. <laughs> um, great. Uh, great head of hair. Great head of hair. Oh, Desi's, Desi's yeah, got a beautiful head hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. you yeah. got I no want... problems there. So silky. So yeah. whereabouts are you guys staying up there? Sunshine Coast? So we're,
1: yeah, we're playing, we're in Sunshine Coast. We stay at the Twin Waters.
0: Yeah. Resort. What other teams you got staying with you?
1: Uh, we've got Penrith. Yeah. Um, Roosters and Newcastle. So that's our little hub.
0: And do you have any mates yeah. from those teams that you're close with?
1: Oh, there's who's at Penrith.
0: The big fella. The um, big guy.
1: Yeah, the big fella that I usually, I, I hammered for three or four years on
0: social media when I worked. I, guess, <laughs> I saw a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of working on getting his room key and finding someone in the Penrith camp that will betray him. Um, so <laughs> I'm working on it at the
2: moment. <laughs> Uh, what's the vibe like um, out there with, with all the teams yeah is it weird together? Oh, we, we thought it was going to be weird but the resort's
1: pretty big and they've got us um, like they've got us like on different sides of the resort so like I've barely even seen any of the other teams really right. maybe right. once a day you get one or two people walk past but we really don't see anyone
2: no Barbies or anything like that
1: no I'm not yeah hopefully this weekend we want to have one but um, it's hard to get food in and stuff there's certain like regulations up there with the Queensland government Yeah, yeah um, things you are and aren't allowed to get in, so, yeah.
0: What's um What's the future look like for you? So, you know, we know you're going to pay for another 10, 15 years, but once that is all done, is there something you want to do when you finish that you like?
1: Uh, yeah, so, oh, at the moment I've got my business, I don't mean to use your um, station. Nah, I got, business, mate, this is but... what the
0: show is for, get it out there, come on, <laughs> we're on air, 1170, get it out.
1: <laughs> so, um, I've got a business called Life Happens where, um, at the moment, I'm getting into schools and sports teams, um, and doing uh, some some uh, speaking. I'm speaking on things like um, like real world stuff, like um, overcoming adversity and managing stress, and yeah. um, like ownership and all those kind of traits that are going to be really important um, cool. to take into kind of any area of life. So I go I go and speak um, to different groups about about that at the moment. So that that was up and running before. Um, obviously the COVID um hit and it was yeah. it was finding some good momentum. So once once the restrictions ease and things like that, um I just wanna keep doing that. Just keep sharing a little bit about my story. Like some of the things we've talked about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, how to bounce back from adversity, um, uh mindset type stuff, uh managing stress, all the kind of things that it doesn't matter what field you wanna you wanna um kind of attack, but if you do all these things really well, you're giving yourself a really good chance to be kind of in the higher echelon of whatever group.
2: Yeah. Where do these topics come from? Are these a, a, through personal journey or experience?
1: Yeah, there has to be personal experience, I think, like, yeah. especially because they've been tested and they've been, they've been tested in the fires of NRL, like, mm. um, trying to become an NRL player, you know, leaving your family, um, uh, making sacrifices. its It's all that kind of thing, you know, like, it's, if it stood the test of NRL, which is like arguably the most um, competitive sport in the world in terms of um, contact and, and demand on body, mm. um, if it works in, in this field, I can it can truly work in, in every other field.
0: That's what that's what I really do believe. Yeah. yeah. Is there a way our listeners can um, find more information about that? Is there a, a website or a social media page I can that- find?
1: Yeah, we have got, a, got a, um, our Instagrams up and running at the moment. So we're we're still in the early days at the moment um, in terms of uh, running all this kind of stuff through, through the business. So yeah. before I was doing this kind of thing, but more on a voluntary basis. But now we really want to um, kind of take it to the next level and start getting a few different um, seminars going through the schools. We've got a few different se- seminars that the schools are interested in. Um, and just different little workshops and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the the Instagram is probably the best uh, place to go. Either have a look on my Instagram, um, and it's on there, Life Happens. Life Happens. It's good. Yeah.
2: Sounds like some very helpful stuff for the next generation and anyone who's listening in.
0: Now, Joshy, this is the most important time of the the week, of the show. (laughs) Our listeners listen just for this. It's 60 Second Blitz. With Blitz, with Blitz,
2: it's the pr- it's the premium part of the service. Uh, are you ready? I'm just going to yeah. fire a bunch of questions at you, and you have to just answer a s- first answer that comes oh, to your head. Okay, don't be man. scared. All right. Just be better. All right, here we here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. First jab One here, nil. That's cool. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, worst investment you've ever made.
1: Um, a cryptocurrency that hit the ground two days later.
2: <laughs> uh, w- uh, favorite food? Uh, Macca's, cheat meal. Go-to date when you're taking your wife out? Um, movies and grilled. Ooh. Ooh. Worst date you've... Oh, wait, hold up. What kind of movie are we talking? Um, oh, thing? depends.
1: Um... Um, not a bromance or anything like that. It was an action movie,
2: action movie. Action yeah, action yeah. movie, yeah. Right. I'm I'm chick flick all day. Yeah, you seen Black Widow? It's not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> worst date you've ever been on.
1: <laughs> worst date I've ever been on. I've probably taken some people on some shocking dates <laughs> to like Red Rooster <laughs> to get raps and stuff. <laughs> well, I, who mate? who paid for, <laughs> who paid for
0: the Red Rooster?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm <not> okay. <laughs>
0: okay. oh, you you're a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, real
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love a free chicken wrap. Uh, favorite movie?
1: Oh, favorite movie. Uh, Longest Yard. Good Iron Gang.
2: Oh, funny. Blindside. Oh, I like that. Yeah, how yeah, good's Blindside? Now, listen. Yeah. Um, do you have any weird habits that any weird habits that we in our viewers would, would be interested in? Uh weird weird habits.
0: Uh, try try and
1: try and jump in my pool every day. Um, even if it's freezing in winter,
0: just to be grateful. Oh wait, say on this. I want to talk yeah. about this for a second. Can you tell me a bit more? I know you you went through that thing where um, what's that guy? The the Ice man? Uh, Wim Hof. Yeah, yeah. So did you get into that? Like I know some of the Tigers boys were there. Were into it when you were there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I use it as more of just like a little, um, a little um daily challenge type thing. Yeah. Um. So not not so much all the breathing and meditation, but I'll jump in there and do a bit of exposure and get uncomfortable to kind of start the day, that kind of thing. Yeah. What,
2: what are you exposing when you're jumping in? Oh,
1: you just get to see where your <laughs> mind is when you're in, in incredible discomfort. It just peels back all the layers, and there's no facade. You have to really like. You have to really self-evaluate while you're in there. Jeez.
2: Sounds serious. Okay, now, um, what did you get in trouble for growing up from your parents?
1: Um, I had a report card, mm-hmm. had my legs and bum purple with the belt a few times. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've all
0: been there.
2: We've all
1: been there.
2: Yeah. Okay, last one. Uh, if you can meet any person, like, who are you going to get some time with?
1: Oh, uh.
0: Tyson Fury, heavyweight champion of the world. Ooh, okay. He reminds me
1: a bit of yeah. Jason Stewart. Uh,
0: yeah, that's who Jason Stewart. Thinks he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, I just want to um, just firstly, thanks for coming on the show. Man. I really appreciate. It. I know you're, you're up in a bubble. It's life's going pretty crazy for you guys at the moment. Uh, it's your first week back from injury, so you know we we appreciate you taking the time. Um, I just want to say, from my point of view, what I saw from you as a young kid. I still remember we did a session, just me, you, and Jace on the top field at Richie Benno one year. You remember that? The the oh, tackle, it was one on one tackling, and just Jace me, you, and Jase at the top of Richie Benno. It was a day off. Um, it was probably oh, the cool. first time I got to like um, get to know you a lot more. I'm thinking this kid's a special kid. Like he's yeah. coming in on his day off, um, working so hard. And I remember thinking he's gonna have a career, regardless of. Um, of how talented you are, you're obviously really talented, but not many people at that age had that kind of work ethic. So I'm really excited that I've got to follow your career so far, and I'm really excited to see where it ends up. Um, I've got no doubt this is going to be an exciting year for yourself and your team, and it's all the stuff off the field that we're so, that we're so grateful that you know you're an so example and a leader for. You know, there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of Christian athletes, but you know, you're very um, strong in your faith. You're very um, proud of who you are and the person you are, and it makes such an encouragement for the, the next generation of kids coming through so we're grateful for your example bro yes, thank we're, um, we're no, thankful thank you came you. on here and we can't wait to keep following your awesome career on the field and then life happens off the field oh
1: thank you no I appreciate that big time thank you for having me it's been good fun and just good chatting and all that uh, Timmy and I'm not going to pump your tires up because you gave me a rap but you're, you're always a real good role model like the time we got to spend together and things like that man like um you're one of the, the good role models in our game. and Just one of the good people. So, no, I was just really happy that you asked me to come on. Like, Just a out of respect for you. Like, I really appreciate it. Thank you. legend. Thanks, Josh. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tire Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can
0: get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit TyrePower.com.au or call 132191. 21 all the best this weekend, bro. Thank you.